0: hey how are things this is mark here and welcome to episode five of the premier league football show you're more than welcome uh welcome lads
1: how's great, mark? mark how we doing
0: not too bad great to have you back great podcast last week well done
2: thanks mark thanks for having us
0: YouTube, we had uh, over 7,000 views, which is good, um, over 270 likes, so people are liking it and watching it and everything else, it's um, very positive, very positive, I don't know what they're seeing in it, but they must like something we're doing, so we'll keep her lit until we have a podcast out for a week I think and it's the good views, you know? Great
2: Fetlocks, Mark, great Fetlocks.
0: Yeah, that's it, the Silver Fox. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Ravenelli. The... <laughs> They come for the football news, they stay for the silver fox. (laughs) All right, right, let's go. So, uh, look, we've loads of topics today, lads, as normal. Um, The topics are as follows. We're going to talk about is the title race back on with City losing. Um, Liverpool have a game in hand and they're six points behind. If they win, they're three points behind. It sounds like game on to me, but look, we'll see what the lads think. I know it's the Premier League football show, but we're all going to pick who we think is going to win the Champions League um, and why, I suppose. Uh, we're going to do a topic on the unsung hero of the Premier League so far. That can be a player or a manager. Like you couldn't say Harry Kane or Mo Salah or Pep Guardiola because they're, all, they're just as someone who's doing really, really well but isn't getting, perhaps individually we think, isn't getting uh, enough kudos for the job that they're doing. Um, and The last thing we're talking about then is dan's question which he posed on a little whatsapp group that we have and uh, i thought it was a good question and we'll talk about that at the end so don't miss that this is time stamped as normal so if you want to flick to anything you want to hear you can go and do that um we we'll get started as i suppose uh title race i have to go i suppose to dan on this because you're a liverpool man is the title race back on what do you think
1: it's definitely back on um I always kind of felt the gap was maybe a small, but big. Didn't know where City were going to drop points. Really didn't think they'd drop points against Spurs at the weekend. I looked lights on paper, and thought uh, City had steamrolled them, especially given the the form Spurs were going in going, in, going into the game. Uh, but it's definitely back on. It's all going to really boil down. To, I think the Liverpool going to the Etihad and whether or not they can win there. You know, um, I do expect them. I do expect us to be uh, three points. City going into that game, but yeah, granted, I'll be cheering on Man United uh, <laughs> in, a, in a little bit in the Manchester Derby, of course. Um, but, but yeah, it really is. It's game on. It was interesting to see um, Spurs actually play so well. And Harry Kane, like you know, that, that performance, um, good. I, did, I don't think anyone really seen that one coming either from him. You know, yeah. I thought he really know done well. And Considering how good Diaz and a port and a good they've been, I thought he gave them the run around at times. During the game, you
0: know. Um it was like the so, biggest boy in the air that touch Like he like if you even ignore the goals that he scored, the passing of the ball was uh, it was absolutely yeah, incredible. One. Like if, if City were looking to buy him, that's why they were looking to buy him to get that kind of player. Yeah. But he hasn't played like that all season. Now he did have a couple of good games. I suppose the game prior to that he scored and he played okay, but up to that he was, wasn't that much. So it was uh it was the Sun and Kane. The Sun and Kane thing again, though, you could see
1: it. That was the son and Kane there was it, Yeah, that was the last season. Where it was Kane had all this Is that last season, wasn't it? I mean, it was Kane, yeah, They yeah, the broke, yeah, the re-
2: the broke the records of combinations of assists and finishes. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah,
1: that's what it was like. It was every time Kane got the ball, someone was running behind. Like and Son is, he's a brilliant player, isn't he? Like you nearly think he could play nearly any, any of the top sides, wouldn't he? he's, he's, definitely he's definitely Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Tag Ray's definitely back on mark. Excitement. Um, it's on like, Deck to go with the Mantra over the weekend. Oh, I'll like, de- go to Deck next on that
0: because he's a Man City. But before I do, I'll give my opinion. Um, I don't think so. Uh, it's it's like there's there's three points in it, so technically it is game one, one hundred percent. And we'll City lose another game probably, um. But Liverpool will as well. I think the genuine you will. I, I, it's it's not that I don't think Liverpool are good enough. I think they are good enough. I think they're a world class outfit. Um, probably in the top like either first, second, or third best team in Europe. That's just my opinion. Um, I think they're best. I think like they're whatever Liverpool can do. Between now and the end of the season, I think City can match it. So even if Liverpool were to win all the rest of the games, I think City might be able to win them all as well. Um, as a Still new friend, I hope the two of them fall asunder in Chelsea. When I mean that's not going to happen. But um, Deck, is this all much ado about nothing, or is Man City staying strong? Um, <clears throat> I can say, I'm kind of delighted you were kind of saying that about City. It's lovely to hear a
3: uh, United fan dig up a City team. <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm a football fan first. I keep telling you that.
3: Um, is it back on? Yeah, it is. It is, I think. Absolutely. I agree with Dan. Um, I, a couple of weeks ago, I thought the gap was really big, that it couldn't be reduced back down to three. I didn't see us losing at Spurs, but I mean, you get a free game like that. It was a great game for the neutral. I mean, when we got the equaliser, there were still, I think, there was seven added minutes, and there were still like five or six to go. I thought we were gonna we'd be in downward and during the game and both of us were kind of sure like
1: they win our and they're
3: gonna go up and get the third and then that'll be it. But then fucking Harry Kane goes and gets the winner for them. But I mean it is game on, the title race is back on. I didn't think it would well then you look, we will have to beat Leeds on Wednesday night, which I do think they will do. Um and it will be three points. But as Mark said as well. I think what Liverpool will do over the next few weeks, City will do it as well. So, like, I'd still be confident that City will win the league, but Liverpool are going to push them the whole way. Um, Liverpool coming to the Etihad—it's the one team that I cannot stand coming to the Etihad. I fucking hate Liverpool coming to the Etihad. They're just—they're one team I love watching, but I hate playing. They're just—they're just brilliant. And I think just over the last four years, just the way that they've been pushing each other, each team is kind of trying to get one up on the other, and Guardiola versus Klopp, it's, it's been brilliant for the Premier League. I don't know, Chelsea have kind of come in this season as well, having won the Champions League last year. They have obviously improved, but I think just Liverpool and City are out and out the best two teams in Europe at the moment. And um, definitely, a, there's a, definitely a tight raison now, and... Um, should Liverpool win on Wednesday night, which I think they will, down to three points. Big games coming up um, for both teams. I was looking at the fixtures. I would say that Liverpool have a slightly tougher run of games as opposed to City. Not very much, but just slightly. There's a couple kind of banana skin games in there that like I could see. But look, same thing for City as well. We have a couple of games in there that things could go wrong. So... Definitely the rest back on and Liverpool again.
0: and the Man City fan both agree that um it's a game on. Ronan, just before I bring you in, like I if um is it just sorry, Deck? is it um Liverpool have to go to the Etihad, is it? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay, so I think that if Liverpool go to the Etihad and the win, if just say 2 0, I still think City will win the league. Um I just on, think they're too strong. I I I, I don't think like, if, if the best you can possibly be in the league is 10 out of 10, I think Liverpool are probably, sit your 10 out of 10, Liverpool are probably 9.7, or Chelsea are probably 7, and the rest then is 5. That's what it looks like. Ron, what do you think? A perfect time to ask her when you're having a slug of your water.
2: Sorry, Mark. Fresh country water. <laughs> um, I'd be able to view the lads. All right, Mark, I'll have to disagree with you on that. I, I, I do think it's uh, Tyler is back on, and it's exciting. For I suppose all the neutrals looking on, you know, they don't want to see one team just steamroll and I- away with it. And even the likes of your your Sky Sports or your BT, they, they they're, they're they're going to be happy Wednesday uh, on Wednesday night if Liverpool beat Leeds and there's only three points between the teams. You know, you can imagine that you can imagine the amount of build up they'll start to do then ahead of the game uh, when they meet each other in the Etihad. If there's only three points between them, mm. so um, yeah, uh, bore out two extending teams play football the way it should be. Uh, fast attacking pressing football. football, um, you know. And if, if you're a neutral, you know, if you're or if you're a supporter of one of the, these these two clubs, uh, you're really looking forward to the running now, Mark.
0: Okay, so just one last question to you all on that, and it's it's a one word answer, and I'm only after thinking of it now, so we haven't time to prepare. Dan, look, what the question is as follows: Who will win, and by how? No, how many points will the league be won by? So you think? Who do you think will win? Sorry, I'm just gonna crack myself, there. Do you think City or Liverpool will win the league? I think City win oh, the league. By how many points? One. Deck. City by three points. Running.
2: I'll split the difference.
0: City by two. <laughs> I'll say it's City win the, will win the league, and there will be no less than six points in it. That's my. Uh, I think. You used to getting that, things yeah. wrong, though. What's that?
1: I <laughs> used getting things wrong, though. So. Yeah.
0: But uh. Fuck you, but um, no, uh, uh, I, I, I just think sit your way too strong. I, I, I think it's much to do about nothing. I think that's not that Liverpool aren't strong. It's not that I, I don't want any of them to win. I support United, but um, no, they're just not strong enough. That's my opinion, anyways. Champions League winners, I go first. I think Man City is going to win the Champions League. It's not that they haven't. Sorry, it's 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 not that they haven't won it yet under and blah 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 blah. I think they're the best team around Um, let's just say for example that game at the weekend was City against Paris Saint-Germain and they were stunned and they lost 3-2 like that game then I think they'll win the next game I think they'll do whatever they need to do I think City will win I think they have the best squad I think they have the best manager and I think they'll play together mm-hmm. the best as a team and uh, if there's anyone betting out there I do City double easy yes. Dan Champions League Liverpool ooh you think City will win the Premier League and Liverpool will win the Champions League? Why won't City win the Champions League if they can win the Premier
1: League? Um, there, I think there'll be too much pressure on them. I think it's shown last year as well when they came to the yeah. final against Chelsea. Oh, did, yeah.
0: Yeah. He, he made
1: one or two, I think, if he decisions. They need to be chatted about this before. Um, I think when it comes down to the, that crunch, even even if Liverpool had City over two legs now in the Champions League before the final, I think they would beat them over two legs. Um I, I think I agree with Dex's point there. You know, I think Liverpool and, and, and City are miles above anyone else at the moment. Wouldn't rule out Chelsea either, mind you. Uh, but I think of, of the, the Premier League, it has to be a Premier League winner. Like when, when I seen you, this, co- this uh, question was coming up today. It has taken me if someone in the group here said, even decided to say that PSG had a chance. And I want to say now that PSG have, have zero chance of winning the Champions yeah. League, zero. Zero chance. And, and I thought the, that they passed
0: the ball very well against Real Madrid in the first half. They were they were they were passing the ball like City would pass the ball.
1: Yeah, but they're like that. They're, and then that weekend we went out and up, known away, nonsense. Three was three one. Like, uh, just I like, can't have them. They're inconsistent. They're always like that. They have a few players who are half players that turn up now and again. Neymar turns up now and again. I just can't like I can't have them at all. Like you, like, PSG and probably Munich are the two teams in Europe that they was are they probably the strongest. But like. I think it has to be a Premier League winner and I think and, and no, one, no one will come downfield, um, over two legs. I don't know whether or not the away the way goal rule thing comes in so it probably does a bit as well but I do think that over two legs especially oh, yeah, when a couple of no, big goals are gone. No, no, that's what I mean though but I don't know whether yeah. that's a benefit or a, or a, or a hindrance is what yeah. I'm kind of saying. I'm not really sure sure really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm Paris saint Command beat
0: uh, Real Madrid 1-0 so when they go to the uh, Real Madrid. Oh. If if Real Madrid were to win two one, for example, yeah. that'd be 2 odd, and I agree. It'd normally, Paris Saint Germain would go through because they have the oh. away goal, where that won't happen now. So no, that's no, no,
2: you no. Know? Yeah, it's yeah, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. No, if it was if, if Real Madrid were to win two 0 and they win, would win two one, and I agree anyway.
0: No, if if it was two one, is it? Yeah, like like I, I know that
1: was, like, was it was brought in pretty much, wasn't it, to kind of stop teams who or have a lead to hold on to a lead you still have to go out and yeah. uh, make the game more attacking wasn't it but I just yeah. feel that if we get a couple specials, especially at the second leg is on Anfield and a couple of these kind of ties not as well I, I could see us knocking City out I can see us knocking anyone out to come to Anfield especially
2: you know, what I remember, you know sorry for cross you Dan yeah. you know what it reminds me of uh, if that were to happen in the semi-final remember the, the epic Liverpool-Chelsea yeah. games of yore yeah. <laughs> when no one was fancying Liverpool or Liverpool to win and remember the goal that never was and yes. then go on and win the Champions League that year wasn't it Oh right.:
1: well, Yeah, 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 the, yeah. Uh, that was the ghost
2: goal. Yeah. Garcia, ghost goal, Garcia. Goal. Goal. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that, that's what could happen in, if they met in the semi final. Yeah, you prefer to to meet them over in the semi final because you got two legs of it, whereas the final mm. is just a once off. You know, everyone yeah. I, I salivated the prospect of a Champions
1: League semi final. Just the press, pre- you know, pre- yeah, yeah. And I just think that pressure point again with City of not getting there every year. They've nearly been favourites to win it or to talk is this would be the year and they haven't done it. So Liverpool have done it. Liverpool have won one. So under club. <laughs> Um, yeah. so that, that's my reason, and, and I'm not trying to sound cocky coming across City or Great oh, sure. I'm tight your and, opinion, and, and, and and it, went... it doesn't matter but you know I mean,
0: that's what <laughs> but, it, but, but, it, but it's a uh, but I become more confident Liverpool winning the championship in the league. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll yeah. go to deck. So, I just like deck, and obviously, I assume you're going to say Man City, but just before you do, like, like I think it's City season because, um, and you know, they were favorites a couple of times, and oh, they have a great chance, and but look. They're together long enough now. They have a group there. They're a solid unit. They're, they're probably the best team uh, maybe ever.
1: Uh, like, City had better sides though, have they not, no? I don't think the City side is the best City side that they've had.
0: We'll, we'll only know that in about two years, you know? Mm. Yeah. I, know. Um,
3: I do, no, I do, I do think City should win the Champions League but I think it's going to depend on Guardiola and what he does, what he doesn't do. I mean, you've seen it two years ago against Leon. You've seen it last season, Chelsea. He just, he, he overthinks it, doesn't he? You know, uh, last year especially, all season long was either Fernandinho or Rodri sitting in front of the defence and it completely, he just didn't use that system whatsoever uh, against Chelsea and it completely cost us. Um If he lets the team play as they play, if he kind of sticks with the system that he has, I mean, you know, they I I do think they should win it. Um, I think it'll come down to, I'd love if it came down to City and Liverpool in the final, because I think it it would be an unbelievable match to watch. Um, But, yeah, I do think City will win it. But, I mean, look, as you've seen at the weekend, weird results can happen. Anything can happen realistically. I mean, Bayern Munich are a very strong team. Liverpool down and drive. Right. Liverpool could absolutely win again. Um, City, Bayern and Liverpool in that order.
0: Ronan, are you out as disgusted as I am that no one has mentioned Manchester United yet?
2: I was just about to throw them into the mix.
0: You're an absolute gentleman. Who are you? All right, all right go on. Um,
2: uh, Who have you? Atletico Madrid. Yeah. yeah,
0: I don't know if you'll beat Denmark, honestly. No, 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 no I, I don't think.
2: no, if no I had no, a thousand just,
0: euros of your money, I, I wouldn't put it on United to win the Champions League. No,
2: no. But uh, listen, just I know, on, I know, on a side I, note, on.
0: Mm. on a side note, of mm. course they won't win it, 99%. But that 1%, if United click and the Red Devils start flying, you can forget about your finals. And I don't care... <laughs> And feel way, and no matter what the story is, you'll be gone through for a fucking shark. What to do, you. Ronan, gentlemen. Talk away, sir. gentlemen thank you, sir.
2: <laughs> um, I would go for. I actually would you know, and it nearly pains me to say it. I'd nearly favour Liverpool over City to win it. You know, it's just that they're. I don't know. They just have this knack. I mean, was it a couple of years? It was a. When did you win it last? It's 2019, Dan. Yeah. But, but, yeah, and when you won it, and uh, City was craven. Craven winning the Premier League and our Champions League and vice versa. And then, you know, Pep would have swapped that year, I'd say, you know. But, um, no, I just think Liverpool and their, their affinity with the Champions League, their history with the Champions League, like on their day, you know, they, they can just, you know, beat anyone. And I just think, over, if, they, if they were to meet City over two legs, I th- in the semi-final, I think they would beat City over two legs in the semi-final. Now, that's all, you know, hypothetically speaking, but... You know, I would just favour Liverpool for the Champions League at the
1: moment. But it wouldn't surprise you, I wouldn't surprise you, went the other way, though, in City, Liverpool over two leagues, either. It's kind of one of those. Oh, there's it's a, like, a shift sh- to pay for yeah. really 14. Yeah.
2: And outside of that, like, you can't put your case forward for any of the non Premier League teams. Like, I look at PSG, they remind me of a team of individuals just yeah. living with egos, no team spirit, no nothing. And then Probably the only one I would say after that, Dan has referenced them earlier at uh, Bayern Munich. And um, sorry, Mark, I can't give the thumbs up to Man United this um, time around.
0: And on a separate note, it's very, very sad to see um, sad state of affairs to see Barcelona in the Europa League. Jesus <coughs> Christ, yeah. it looks pretty and, weird and, Barcelona and, against Napoli. Yes.
2: and uh, and they're struggling. Like, was it won all the first leg? So um, yeah. that game on this Thursday. And uh, God, if they get get through that, we, they could be coming to the London Stadium. So,
0: Here we go, uh, we have Liverpool, the... Liverpool and two man cities. That's essentially it. So, Just I, I one, think
2: one thing, Mark, as well
3: if um, if we were to draw each other in the quarter final, uh, City versus Liverpool, it would happen three times because the league game would be in between.
1: Yeah.
3: And it would, we'd play each other three times in the space of like eight days, which would
0: be ridiculous. But yeah. You know. Mark, Mark, can I just say I think United will beat Atletico
1: over two legs.
0: So do I. So do I. Yeah, yeah. I do. Let were beating at the weekend, weren't
1: they? they One nil against
0: they... Levante. Or, or near that's... the bottom. Yeah, they're to the weekend. Or
1: is that two weekends ago? I, was, I can't was the, remember. The no, the, no, the beat. United have won so many games
0: lately. I, 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 Suarez scored. Yeah, yeah Suarez game. scored an
2: absolute worldie yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But they're struggling though, Atletico. Like they're not.
2: United won two games in a row, Mark. I wouldn't be getting too carried away. right now
0: well, yeah. Ronan. I,
2: I I think
0: Ronan, that's how you get yeah. four, sir. <clears throat> I know <laughs> I <don't. laughs> That's how you get four, How do
2: you leave this meeting? How do you leave this
0: meeting? <laughs> don't worry. Have you muted, anyways? <laughs> right. Um, unsung heroes, boys. This is one. This is a very, very interesting one. Though, genuinely. So, um, looks we go to deck first. Deck. Who's your unsung hero so far? So it can be a player, a manager. Wh- who? We uh, haven't picked the same person now. or the same people here. but go on, deck.
3: I know. Uh, for me, I had a good think about it. There were two or three, but I went with James Milner because I don't think he gets like he gets half <laughs> oh, He's only um, he's, he's an unbeliever. Like I mean, he is he is your seven out of ten every single week, regardless. He's been well. He's he's thirty six now. He's been there. That leads when he started, he was sixteen. <laughs> around for 20 years and I mean if you see him play now like he's still giving as much energy and enthusiasm to the team I mean I'd say he's an absolute dream to have for a manager
0: because
3: mm. I mean you never hear any you never hear any kind of stories about him kind of outside of football causing trouble whatsoever uh, he doesn't drink I mean he just mm. plays football he's a he's an excellent professional um, and he just seems to have been around for, and he has been around for so long. He's been with some, he's been with Liverpool, uh, City, Villa, Newcastle, Leeds, and I mean, he always he does a
0: job as well. Like he might he play for job. two weeks, then yeah, anywhere where we're winning one-nil. There's twenty minutes to go. We're under the cosh, Bring on Milner. that's yeah, like that, That's priceless. And, you know,
3: that's the thing. Like he will literally fill a role anywhere. I know, I know at City we had him playing up front at one for one game in the Champions League. He's played right back, left back, mid, mid, all around midfield. Say so he just hasn't played a goalkeeper, that's it. But, I mean, apart from that, I mean, he's just a brilliant professional. And, I mean, I think Klopp is on about wanting him to extend the contract, which would be brilliant to see as well, because, I mean, he can absolutely do a job. I mean, um, the contract
0: is up this season, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just think, I mean, when actually, when City, when, he, when his contract ran down at City, I was disgusted to see him go because he's just that type of player that he won't play every week. He's not going to set the world alight, but he will always do a really good job. Um, so, yeah, for him, I think he's, for me, I think he's a brilliant player. Great choice, Ronan.
2: Uh, I've gone with uh, Wolves manager Bruno Laje, Um, really has come in and uh, followed in the footsteps of Nuno. Like You, you thought Nuno had got. The most out of that, Wolves team getting them into Europa League. But uh, Bruno seems to have bought this team on. And for me, they're the surprise packet at the Premier League. Mm-hmm. You know, the form recently is, has been fantastic. Another good win yesterday. You know, went, went one up early in the game. Leicester scored, were dominating. Wolves somehow managed to eke out the results. That are them seventh in the table. And they're playing Arsenal Thursday night. If they win that, they go into fifth. Uh, they go above West Ham and West Ham and Wolves of course meeting Sunday. And I turn a dear if someone had told me that Wolves would be above West Ham coming into February, you know, I wouldn't have thought so. Uh, with the form West Ham were in at the time, but Bruno, like he has the team set up incredibly well. He's three units at the back. He's got Sice, He's got uh, Killman who's been a revelation, uh, and he's also got Cody. Uh, three units, three lads that just want to defend. Just want to keep a clean sheet. The goalkeeper they've recruited is say, has been phenomenal. Uh, I would be the goalkeeper of the season. And um, then you've got he's got five across the middle. He's got his two wing backs, uh are just incredible, have incredible engines. You have Smeto on one wing and you have Iight on the other wing. Uh two great purchases. And then you've got across the middle, you've got the flair, you've got you've got Neto coming back from long-term industry, who's going to be a massive addition in the run-in. You've got um You've got Martino and you've got Neves. And then you've got uh, Jimenez up top with Podents floating in. Between. Like, it's a really strong team. You really all know what they're doing team. as well.
0: Like, they play as a unit oh, to defend yes, and the, attack. Yeah,
2: and... exactly. I was yeah. reading the stat there this morning. They have conceded the least amount of goals from set pieces. You know, they're well-drilled. You know, they know what to do. Yeah. They break a pace. And as I've I alluded to before on this podcast, Podence, like, he scored yesterday and he's just...
1: Very good yesterday.
2: Oh, very good. <clears throat> his vision, his touch, his passing. His, you know, it's um they're a good team, they're a good team to watch. Like, they and they seem to have a goals in the last few weeks. Normally their games are one-nil, nil-nil. They don't concede too many. Um so he has them well drilled, well organized, and you know, they're two points behind our fourth. Uh people are laughing when they're mentioning them for the Champions League. But if keep up this run of form, they're they're gonna be <laughs> They're going to be coming for United in fourth spot, market. I Robbie Keane
0: was a pundit on Sky, and they asked Robbie what do the Wolves. Obviously, he's the next Wolves player. Well, Robbie just played for nearly everybody, but um, <laughs> he says, a "Great player, Robbie Keane. He's one of the most underrated players." But um, he obviously would know some of the background people at Wolves, and they said that um, they're extremely serious about getting forward. That there's not one person inside that ground or the training camp that doesn't think they can get forward. They all think it and they believe it one hundred percent. Um. But by the time we do the next podcast, Wolves will have played twice and it'll be very, very interesting to find if, if they win both games. We might have to have a big, serious conversation about this, about Wolves getting forward to know. They, uh,
2: yeah, Arsenal on Thursday and the Hammers on Sunday. I'm over at the Hammers game, so like, if this game was pre-Christmas, I would be really looking forward to it. Now I'm kind of on edge given our recent run of form. So the Wolves might get like, tired
0: after playing Thursday and then Sunday. Yeah,
2: that's, that's the only thing I'm hoping for. And if we get a good draw in the Europa League on Friday, that might give us good impetus going into the game Sunday, but at the moment, he would look so sluggish. Uh, I can't see us winning on Sunday, but, you know, who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, Bruno Lage is my uh, yeah. unsung hero. Perfect. Yeah, I didn't think that he'd bring Wolves on from the heights of Nuno's reign, but he seems to have done so.
0: I mentioned before, like, you know, like, I'm supposed to know about football doing the podcast, but I, I knew very little about him. I thought he was going to be a stopgap for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he won, the, he won the
2: league with Benfica just before he came over. That was that, yeah. that was it. And he had a, he worked as an assistant with Sheffield Wednesday and Swansea beforehand before he went back to Portugal. But you know, he even the guys coming off the bench, you know, they they make impact as well. You know, so he he, uh, he seems of... to have um, done done a, done a very good job there. And as I said, Neto was back, came on for the last fifteen yeah. minutes yesterday uh, after a dislocated. I think he brought I broke dislocated knee he has been out for nine months, so he's going to be a great boost to them on the of running.
0: It's curb like a footballer. new sign-in,
2: essentially. Yeah, you know? yeah, superb footballer.
0: My uh, my unsung hero, would you believe, is a West Ham player. Um, it's Craig Dawson. Genuinely, hundred percent. So he's a centre back, as we all know. Thirty one.
2: just before you go on, he was he was going to be out. He was going to be. I but I didn't want to put him in because obviously was a West Ham
0: supporter. All right. No, I, I look. He, he, West Ham have played twenty six games in the Premier League. He's played twenty three of them. He scored two goals. He got one assist. Um. When Zuma was bought for West Ham, he was bought, as far as I'm concerned, as the number one centre back. And then you had um, Oba Yang or whatever you call him, and Anna. Uh, Anna. the it? You Diop, the the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the one Anna, of those Anna. two centre backs were going to go in beside Zuma? So they're playing in Europe. So obviously they wanted to get in another centre back as well. Now I appreciate they had him on loan the season before that, but he was bought for cover. He wasn't bought to play. Um. And I think he's been West Ham's best centre-back. And I actually think he's been one of the best centre-backs in the Premier League this season. Um, for the
2: match on Saturday as well, yeah.
0: Yeah, so look, just to, right, I, I, I wrote down something like, West Ham, right, They've conceded 34 goals this season. So in the top nine players, they have the worst goal difference, right, or they have conceded the most goals. There's loads of reasons for that, but it would have been an awful lot more if he wasn't playing, as far as I'm concerned. Um, he's probably 1st pick centre-back now. In, in my opinion, he's so reliable. He, he does that and like, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's, as Dick was saying about Milner, he, it's, it's not that he's fast. It's not that he's going to do mazy runs. It's not that he's going to, you know, uh, change the, the direction of the but he just fucking always seems to have his head there, you know, which, which is all he wants a uh, centre-back to do. But just, just to put this into some sort of um, kind of context. So he started off at Radcliffe, right? And then he went to Rochdale. He was on, on loan at West Brom, Bolton. Watford bought him for four point or five point four million, and then he went on loan to West Ham, and West Ham eventually bought him for two point zero seven million. So that's that's buttons, you know, that's absolutely buttons. And he's playing now. There is word I heard that um, I, I I was reading some things there today that West Ham are looking to replace him already because the want to get he's, he'd he'd be thirty two for next season. But I think in two thousand and three his contract runs out, so he'd at least be there for that length of time. Um. He's, he's one of these players like nobody wanted him. He's a, you know, quote-unquote journeyman. Uh, and if you buy him, it's like normally for, like he's, he was relegated twice. I think he was relegated with West Brom and relegated with Watford. Who's going to want him? Nobody. His brother was a better player than, him. Uh, you know, what's his brother's name? Michael played for Spurs. Um, but he's, he's done fantastic. He's I, I have a stat here. Where is it? So he's... His average pass is 35.9 per game and 80% of them have 80% completion rate. That's fantastic. That's for a, a centre-back who's 31, who's slow, who got relegated, who was on loan loads of places, who was able to go free to different clubs earlier in his contract. And now if West Ham do finish in Europe, whether it be fourth or fifth or whatever, um, I think he'll be a big part to, big part to play. And uh, the reason I mention him is because I said in the first podcast that when West Ham bought him, that I thought it, or when when they, they had him on loan last season, but when they bought him, I I thought it was bad business by their point. I said, why is you doing that? Like, West Ham are trying to move forward, you know. And then they're getting Craig Dawson, but he was absolutely fantastic. By obviously my son's a lot more than I ever know. Um, great guy, and I think he's the unsung hero so far this season. So that's probably someone they didn't expect me to say there, but um.
2: I didn't mark, but appreciate it because I, yeah, well, he, would be, he would be—he would—he would be—he would be—he be, he'd be arguably in one of our top three four players all season. You know, he has been so consistent, yeah. and he, you know he's in, like he has played through injury for the last few games because we've had a crisis at centre
0: Jared Bowen, know, so. Declan Rice,
2: yeah. and uh, Dawson. Yeah, yeah, and Zuma's yeah. been very good as well. You know, so yeah, um, no, no, but Dawson, like when when he was bought in and known, you know, the fans were pillor- pilloried him. Said what is it? Yeah, like you said this is a guy you bring in, you know, to, you know, to to stop uh, to stop relegation or something like that, not to take it to the next level. But he's been, a, he's been, he's been absolutely a revelation and man of the match again at the weekend, you know, so, yeah. and he's always good for for a set piece as he scored
0: again at the weekend, you know, so. And he played you know, four games in the Europa League and scored a goal as well. You that's know? right, so yeah. Look, yeah. yeah. Right, lads, we'll, the last thing we're going to do is come to Dan's question, so, there's been so many results since the last podcast. We can't talk for 25 hours about them all. I'll just go around to each individual. What, oh, yeah,
2: yeah. what about Dan's on song hero?
0: What's that?
2: What about Dan's own song
0: hero? Oh, I thought I asked you, Dan. No, no, no. All right, cut. <laughs> <Dan>. <laughs> I'm
1: just playing mind games.
0: No, oh, no one.
1: Dan, who's yours? I'll, I'll, I'll make this speakers. There's two. I'm a bit greedy. So, um, uh, Ralph Hasenhutl at uh, Southampton. Um, like... The reason I've given him a bit of a, of a shout-out was that it just goes to show you with a small bit of patience. You look at them this season, there was a couple of times over the last couple of years where it looked like he was definitely going to get the chop. Like, he kept them up. I uh, think he took over from Matthews, and there were a bit of a shambles. Then when he took them over, he kept them up. Um, I think then Ings had a good season. They finished 11th. The following season, they were 15th. So, he kind of, you know, again, the start of this season, they sold Ings, who was our top goal scorer. Um. They sold. um didn't that they had Jermaine Vestergaard from. Uh, uh, he one of their top center halves the Leicester, Leicester. Yeah. So they kind of sold. They bought in Arm Armstrong for big money uh, from Blackburn. Hasn't made any kicks, on a couple of goals um, in from the championship. But he's working wonders, I think, with with the squad he has. Like their their tenth now um, at the moment. They have a couple of games coming up to play a couple of the bottom sides, and they, like if they can repeat what they played against the top sides, I think then they didn't draw twice with City Deck. Yeah, and, you know they went away to Spurs there and won recently. They're they're hard. They've got a really good work ethic and good team spirit. And every time I see Ralph, even when things weren't going well, there's a lot of the kind of clapping. You know, he puts the arm around the player. He's um, really kind of upbeat. Never gets too down down on things. And considering like they got a nine nil nine hockey enough Leicester and a nine nil hockey enough United in the last couple of years, I just think it's a small bit of a comeback story when you see them this season with like Walker Peters. It's been very good. Jamal Livermento that they got as well. Like they seem to have a good balance. And like, I like Ward Price. Always like him. I think just because there's so many good English midfielders, he doesn't really get much of a look in at all. But like his set livery, delivery, and like he, he's the uh, season in season out, he's there, one of their focal points for, for uh Southampton. So I just thought that he deserved a, a shout-out. And my other shout out was just for Arsenal, Arsenal's defense. Um, and actually today I heard Mark Lawerson come on and kind of go in on Arsenal saying that they're flaky. I don't think so as much anymore. Um, like at the start of the season, Arteta was under pressure. They got uh, a bit in the City, they lost to Brentford, lost to Chelsea. They conceded like nine goals in their first three games. Um, Look, he looked under pressure. It looked like it was all kind of, you know, there was talk of whether Arteta would last much longer. Arsenal were champions, and they were flaky then. But Arsenal have only conceded 26 goals this season. It's six more than Liverpool. So when you put that into context, you know, they've, they've done one thing that they haven't been able to do for a number of years, which is to clean up. Defensively, but a goalkeeper, which I'd be first one to say, I was like, "What the hell are you doing, spending that money on Ramsdale Yeah, didn't, didn't didn't fancy it at all. He's been a revelation for them. Uh, they probably had been waiting for big money again. The English tax, he went to the Euros. Then he went for I think over, he was going for over the amount of money. And he didn't start off great, but himself, Gabriel Tierney is a solid left back. He's a lot of injuries it's the only problem with him. But they've they've actually got a defensive unit now. In the middle of the park, they could probably improve. But like Party and a jacket do a job for them. And you can see the young players they have. If they can get a striker in the summer, I actually think Arsenal would be a lot stronger now next year. Like to yeah. sack, a, sack a Martinelli, Smith-Rowe. Like, they have young players there. But anyway, it's just Arsenal's defence this season. When you look at where they are now in the league, um, said so they've only conceded 26 goals. And uh, they look solid enough. And they're, they're hard bet. They're not, they're not Arsenal at the start of the season. They were unlucky not to get something in, um, against City. City got the late winner there. And yeah. like, that was earlier in the season or last season, Sydney would knock them off the park. You know what I mean? They'd hammer them. and mm-hmm. um, so I just think that their their defence deserve a shout out as well as a as a interesting to see how
0: Arsenal do, uh Dan, if um if Arteta has given like, you know, just say like this season, then next season and the following season. Like and, and he's able to build, you know, he seems to be making players that they already have better and yeah. I don't think he'll bring in any bad buys, you know. And, and he seems to be getting rid of some of the dead wood as well. What more can and, you ask for a man and, to do, and, you know?
1: Yeah, and a, and a good thing on that, Mark, as well, just to, just to follow on from your point, their back line, I think, is only average age is like 25. So if you look at their back line, they've got back line, they could be their back line, their back line, their back line for, a, for a number of years. So, yeah. you know, there's a Gabriel I think, as well. He came in first, he looked odd. And I think it looked very solid. They're very comfortable on the ball as well. I know they play off the back, and you always run the, run the risk there and that as well. But I just think that. You can maybe get a player in the middle and a striker. Like, you know, in fairness, Lacazette, I think he, for someone who's on the way out the door, he, he's working hard. He's getting the odd assist. He's linking up to play well. And um, they get by him, I, I think they'll get fourth. But anyway, I just want to give a shout out to, to Arsenal's defenses. It was unfair to, Hassan Hassan to their play.
0: I was going to mention him or Craig Dawson. I couldn't pick which.
1: Hmm. But just as well on Hassan Hoodley, I don't know, did you see his comment there? Was it last week? Or he said that um, when his contract expires in 2024, he might retire. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Would you
0: have him as uh, next Man new boss, Mark? Uh, yeah. Why not? I think he's very good. I, I I like his formation. I like his tactics, and he seems to be able to get a group of people playing together. Hmm. Uh, Just o- go. Some Mark, United fans uh, might think that um, oh no, we need a big boss and we need listen. That's the that's the general. You need someone to come in and that's able to do a job. And like I, I I'm not going on another Man United rant now today, but um. You're a the horse. you're allowed. If I if Might I was out, but... in a manager for a project, um, I'd say, look, what players do you want? And if he said, I want these, okay, what players do you want to let go? These five, they'd be gone in two seconds. That's the way they have to do it. There's no other way, you know. But um I think
1: I think patch patch is a certainty <clears throat> like that, Mark. I think PSG will get knocked out of the Champions League. Up to get sacked in the summer, I
0: don't know if you know, Podge I is the answer. everyone. Oh, Podge, this Podge, that. I just like, think
1: he get it though, whether he is or not. Though, I think yeah,
0: that, yeah, he's the one. I think,
3: yeah. Well, yeah, the media can do a lot and almost make a manager yeah. so, so almost magically just bring a manager to a club, whether it's right or wrong. Just there's so much talk about it. It yeah. looks like Podge could be the next one, whether it's right or wrong. It just it seems to be the way it's going, but you never know.
0: And Podge got Spurs to the Champions League final, and they were well beaten that day. And then they had a brutal season. Um, well, know, year, he was yeah. Sacked, But for every week or month, he's been gone. He's got a little bit better every week that he's gone, you know. Um, I, I'm, I'm not saying he's not good. He did get a tune out with Spurs. Would I, I take him at United? Absolutely, 100%. But listen, truth be told, I'd say leave Ralph there. I like him. I think he's doing okay. I think he talks fine. I think his tactics are okay. That's
1: a, that's a change of heart.
0: Yeah. That's,
1: that's what we need to do for you. <laughs> well, look,
0: what I was saying that, that last day I was was that I don't think he's in charge. That I mean, like, like it's, it's not that Podge is going to come in and all of a sudden he's in charge and, and, and he's... What, like, it's not that he'll have more power than Ralph has. He'll have the same power. And he might be even quieter for a period of time because he's trying to settle in and be the nice guy. Whereas Ralph's there now. He knows what's going on. Um, let's see what he does until the end of the season. And if he can consolidate for it and maybe get into the quarters of the Champions League. There might be a discussion to have and say, look, who do you want to get rid of? Who do you want? Stuff like that. But look, you'll see, it's nearly impossible to fucking know what the right thing to do is, you know. Like, I don't think if Jesus Christ went United, that we'd win the league next year. Anyways, it's all the one. Um, anyways, moving on. Results. Deck. West Ham won. Newcastle won.
3: Yeah, it was a surprising one. Um, Definitely a slip-up for West (laughs) Ham. Yeah, no, it was a slip-up for West Ham, definitely. Um, That's the type of game, I mean, if they're going to get fourth, that's the type of game they're going to need to win. Um, On the other hand, very important point for Newcastle. Um, It's another point towards safety. And again, it's a very important point as well because Burnley won, Watford won as well. So, I mean... A disappointing result for West Ham, but a really good one for Newcastle.
0: Going on farm, I think that um just on farm alone, if Newcastle had uh Karen Trippier and St. Maximum playing, I think that they were probably would have won that game going on farm because they've won two or three in a row now. And West it. Ham is looking well, Ronan said this weeks ago, but they're starting to look tired. Um, mm. you know, they're playing every game all the time, they're starting to look very, very tired. Um, but uh yeah, it's a uh, yeah, Newcastle <laughs> won't put down, they're fine. It's every
2: a, a quick, quick staff in that game, like Rice made a horrendous error for the equalizer, and uh, it was the it was his first error that led directly to a goal since April 2018.
0: What were you saying about Sancho there about it was his 110 games, or what was that, wrong? Yeah, yeah, that was Suchek's 100 or Suchek. like he's,
2: Suchek. he's a he's a, he's, a, uh, he's just a pale shadow himself now at the moment, and I know himself and Rice seem to have changed roles. Rice bombs on and gets into mm. the box. And I think you should just revert to where they should be because Sutek is a 10-12 goal man. You know, a season like when he jo- when he joined us, he was kind of an unknown quantity. Next thing, this big check was arriving in the late in the box. Heading yeah. he got a didn't he? he got good yeah, the last, last two, yeah, twelve and twelve, like. Yeah. And now he's had, he's, I think he's only won so far this season because I don't know whether Rice just wants to accommodate, uh, or sorry, Moise wants to accommodate Rice. Rice probably went in and said, "Listen, I, I want to add more to my game," and so Moise is just going to accommodate him by saying, "All right, switch roles." The impact of Suchek has been nullified this year for us. You know, he's he seems to be sitting deeper, you know, and he doesn't really have that killer pass on him either. You know, he's you know, he sits in front of the in front of the front too. But like as opposed to getting into the box and uh, getting on the end of crosses, which he has been for the last two seasons. But yeah, that was his 110th game in two seasons for club and country, playing ninety minutes in every game. So no wonder like you can see why the energy levels are beginning to flag, you know. Maybe we'll yeah, I said
0: to him, "Listen, look, stay yeah. back in the um, yeah. CDM place, in the CDM role. You won't have to do that much running. I understand you're tired. We'll give you a big rest in the summer, but maybe that's the reason behind it all." And said, "Rice, listen, look, you played less games. Although Rice went to the final of the Euros as well, you know." Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, Rice seems to like. I just I know this isn't a, a side note as you say, but like even the last two or three games, Rice seems to be looking a little bit tired because I feel that he's probably nearly doing the two work of two players in there now at the moment, you know, he's probably covering a bit more for Suchek as well, who's flagging, but like even at, looking at that game on Saturday, like Newcastle played three in there and they destroyed us in the middle of the park, like John Josh, Shelby and Joe Linton look like Prime Zabby and fucking Iniesta on Saturday.
0: You know, that's I that's never thought I hear somebody saying that what? <laughs> with uh, John Josh, Shelby involved.
2: Voldemort, <laughs> you mean? But uh, no, anyway, look, it's, 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 it's definitely a couple of points dropped and we're looking tired. We're looking jaded. So, you know, God knows what the next two games. We've got Wolves and then Liverpool away. So I'm not looking forward to them too, I can tell you that. Even the, though I'm going The over.
0: front page of this podcast so far is fucking... John Joe Shelby was like a prime fucking shabby, right? <laughs> uh, deck, so uh, Arsenal 1-2-1. Um, you know, going by what Dan said, they're playing well under Miguel Arteta and all that. Um, I can't remember at the start... Did, did uh, I said that I think Arsenal had finished fourth. Did did you say that at the time, or do you think it now? No,
3: I went with West Ham. Um, oh, you did. That's right. Yeah, I went with West Ham. Like I want West Ham to get fourth. Um, but I mean, the kind of the more we're talking on these on these episodes, the more I'm seeing. It's just it is obvious they are tiring, and whether they're going to be able to kind of keep it up until the end of the season, you don't know. Arsenal, on the other hand, I mean, another another big win for them, and they do have a couple games in hand. Um. And United above them. So I mean, if they are their favourites for Fort, I'd imagine it could be Arsenal. Because I mean, they do look to have that kind of team in place. Um, Aubameyang is out the door. They do have kind of players playing for them. Again, they have a really good backline, great goalkeeper, good young players going forward. Um, it kind of, I, mean, I was I was going to bring it in earlier on as well. I mean, if our was to get Fort with Arsenal, I mean, it's a fantastic achievement for him. And I mean. Mm-hmm. It's just another testament, to just how good a coach he is. Because I all I said it before as well. Like I was when when he left City, I I thought it was awful for City that like he, you know, Pep obviously didn't want to stand in his way. But I mean, I always seen him as a possible successor to Guardiola when he when he does leave. And he, when must they there, be. he could be. He could be. Absolutely, could come back. You never know. But um, yeah, I think. He just seems to have a really, really good way with players. He has great ideas and he's brought them to Arsenal. And it's obvious, like, you can see it, that he has improved Arsenal. He's had to, you know, weed out some bad, you know, you know difficult players. But they look to be going well. And they have a couple of games in hand. And when that, when they kind of have them played, they could well easily be in fourth. You're you know? right, what
0: you said as well, by the way, about like, like, um, four to be a great place for him to finish. So. Yeah like the absolute best that Pep can do with Man City, the absolute best is to win the league and to have a chance of doing that. Um, the absolute best that Mikel Arteta could have got with the Arsenal team was fourth. And I don't even know if the Gunners, they were kind of looking at it as a season of, of kind of building and growth. And if they got sixth or fifth, but they were playing well, they would have taken it. But if he can get them to fourth, that's as good an achievement as anything, as far as I can see. Um, Dan, Stephen Jard, ex-Liverpool man, what's going wrong at Villa? Just
1: Yeah, just before that. Uh, another uh, game lost. Yeah, just for that uh, as well, it's just, again, it's so much got to do with time, though, for Arteta. Passing Hootle, these guys, they're actually getting the time. If Arteta was at other clubs, he'd be gone. You know, other big clubs, I think he wouldn't have got rid of them. Um, so just in time for that. Anyway, on to, yeah, Villa, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, they, they just have been poor, haven't they? They've been very poor. Um, they were brutal against Newcastle. And um, what I gather from listening to the reports, they weren't, like weren't, you know, Watford coming to town. I, I, you would say an easy one to get back on your bike and uh, get three points and that as well. But you know, for Watford, I think who don't win for I think I can't remember what it was, it was away from home though their record it was is brutal. Like and they would turn up at Villa Park and to to win. I think Villa had something like 15 or 20 shots, and I don't know if it hit the target just once or something. Yeah, so it's interesting to see now how Stevie will go and how how um you know he responds respond to that. You could say maybe it's his first real kind of test maybe as such you know because when he was at Rangers for the majority of the time it, it, it was good it was quite good for him you know um, and he wouldn't be under the same I don't think he under the same pressure um there that he that he is now you know like especially especially if he gets to the summer then it's back and with a few bob and that as well so it'd be interesting to see how he goes it's been a poor couple of weeks though he, um, he, he did he, say he, that you know,
0: he'll take it on his uh, back that it was his responsibility and that what the players need now is they need help, they need support, they need this, that and the other, and it's his job to give it to them. so...
1: Yeah, he's always good at interviews, Mark, is not he? he's, he's yeah. He always comes across very well, but uh, he, he started Ings instead of Watkins there, which was a strange one, because Ings just hasn't been informed this season as well. I thought that it's was strange... one for out. this season. Yeah, so I thought it was a strange one, because Watkins, even, you know, if he's not scoring, well, he's not scoring regularly at the moment as well, but he stretches teams, and he gets Coutinho players like the likes to space, so I, that was an interesting one they left him out, but... I think Ronnie made a great point here a couple of weeks ago. Um, like Pyron Rings is in and living there for that centre half. I think he mentioned a couple of weeks ago about, about Mings, and I'm in that camp too as well. And in the last couple of weeks as well, watching him, he's just ahead of this chicken, and he's supposed to be their leader in their centre half, and he looks nothing. I don't he's think a any time sort of he's <laughs> Yeah, he is. No unsung hero. I
0: don't think.
1: they um, don't think he finish eighth, though. I think it was the one you said eighth. No, no, no worse than eighth. I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's not. No, you're right. Now
0: it's yeah. hard to know like where it's gone wrong. But look, it, it's only a couple of games. All it do is, do is. Yeah, the, it's a long season. When you lose two games, you're shite. And then when you win two games, my God, we're going to win. United. Games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. You watch, bud. You watch. No, I think
2: I said no oh. worse than tenth. We could finish it. No worse than.
0: Yeah, or there's a big gap. Anyway, so we'll so see look, what materialises. So we're not going to talk about Southampton because we've already talked about Hassan Hüttler there and we talked about it. So, like, I mean, they're on great form. There's no point going back regarding that, that, that again. Um, Chelsea and Liverpool went on to win two games today uh, or today, whenever it was. And uh, Chelsea came back from the World Club Championship to win it. Liverpool beat Norwich. Um one of the reasons I think Liverpool won't win the Champions League is that, like, if you're conceding goals against Norwich, you're in trouble. Like, you're, if that's Bayern Munich or Paris Saint Germain, or, you know, but well, anyways, look, I digress. I just had to get that dig in. Um, so, Chelsea and Liverpool win. So, look, Chelsea's still going to finish third. Who wants to spin on that run, I suppose? Chelsea's still going to finish third, aren't they? They're not going to be caught. They're not going to get see Uh
2: 50 points, Chelsea, and they have a game in hand on Manu on 46. I think they probably will just about on the... To- uh, tired um, uh, I didn't see much in their game at the weekend it was a late winner I think it was eighty-nine minutes. Uh, they had a goal rule out uh, by VAR earlier on but um, yeah. Yeah, Chelsea, I think in.
0: you scored another goal but like... and the 89 is it...
2: minutes minute yeah, 1-0 uh, is 1-0 you know? did you see the Lukaku
0: start? Uh, six, yeah was it six touches
2: all day was it? yeah unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. what's that?
1: incredible
2: what's incredible, incredible. Well, six
1: touches one. was there eight touches in 90 minutes he had in the game it was the lowest Lukaku Chelsea and Palace. It was on Sky Sports there today, and it was just—I I mentioned a couple weeks ago here. I don't know what's going on with him. It's yeah. just, it, is that whatever, positioning
0: or is it him not getting the ball?
1: Well, that's it. You could say the player, but like they have a lot of flair player players, a lot of creative player players in that side. You, you would think, yeah. Yeah, and even, even, even if they didn't had six, whatever was, there, eight touches, or whatever. Like, come on, you know. Well, I like, you, you wonder is the beef
2: still real there with Tuca, like you know. Oh, well he, be yeah. He, yeah it. obviously, he is like, you know, he obviously has the home. Obviously, you know, he wouldn't have said. I wouldn't have said those words in that interview from Inter yeah. Milan, you know, if he if he if he if he didn't mean it, you know. I'm hardly thinking I would. They're struggling
1: a bit though, aren't they? He, uh, yeah,
2: they are struggling a bit. Like obviously, you, when they won the Champions League uh, at the end of the last season, you know, you'd expect them to kick on and you know, being, still be in still being contention for the Premier League, but they're long out of contention for the Premier League. We have them on
1: do. Sunday now in the Cup only as well. But I'm uh, yes, uh, saying car- now that yeah. they're on great form. If they, if I know, they turn up, I suppose, They're hard,
2: yeah. dead, you know. Yeah, that'll be a good cup final now. we worth be well worth watching. But um it'll be Chelsea will probably hold on to third mark because all the teams are underneath them probably end up you know, they have to play each other a good few times. So that'll that'll uh nullify their threat for, for third place. So um but interesting you know, to see
0: Ron if Chelsea are um like you know if if there's six or seven <laughs> games to go under still in the same position comfortably and if they know for a fact that even if they lost four or five games that they wouldn't be fifth they might say right listen look rest lads it's time for Champions League let's circle the wagons and play the best worst team that we can try to get a draw here and there and you know maybe you'll have a chance at the Champions League mm-hmm. behind you there <laughs> a man, A future
2: hammer Sad
0: For He's his troubles
2: Blighted for life
0: uh, Look we won't go too much Into everyone else I just want to say Look uh, Deck Spurs played great At the weekend Didn't they? <laughs> what? I, <laughs> what, um, I don't I know I I, deck.
3: How to describe the game I mean City were I mean City Apart from like at the back, I mean they attacked as they attack, but Spurs were on the counter and they just played a brilliant counter-attacking game. Harry Kane had his best game in a long, long time. I mean, the pass for the first goal. I mean, it was almost he passed without even looking. It was it was genius. Um yeah, I mean, I genuinely thought that kind of when we equal well, not even when we equalised, but before kind of Spurs got their I just thought City would kick on and win but I mean just the Spurs pulled it out of somewhere and it was a freak result it was a great game for the neutral I mean Harry Kane kind of popping up at the end and it just shows you as well like Dan was saying it as well to me is he kind of performing now and putting himself in the shop window for another possible kind of suitor in the summer you never know um yeah look he was he was brilliant and Son was as well. I think Son is another player that kind of goes under radar, doesn't get enough credit. He's he's fantastic. City, um, yeah, I mean there were lapses in defence, um, concentration. Diaz as well. It was uh, he was unsurprisingly kind of he, he made a few mistakes the weekend, which would be uncharacteristic. Um, but look, like, I I don't see us kind of you know that happening too often um, I'm glad it happened in a game like that as opposed to um, if it was against Liverpool if it was in a final etc look it's going to happen we're not going to go and beat we're going to lose we're going to drop points but it's just I suppose like it was obvious that the counter attack was Spurs game plan and we should have been more kind of open and more kind of aware to that that like that's where they can hurt you and that's how they did hurt us and we should have been more kind of more uh, Guardiola should have kind of noticed that I think definitely more
0: Tonight's kicking the arse in a way because um, I remember Perfect. when United were playing really, really well years ago and on, under far gained that. And we might, like, you know, we'd be beating these teams and we'd be winning 2 0 and 3 0. And we'd go down 1 0, and we'd get two goals in the space of five minutes. And then you'd go to Europe and you'd lose 2 0. And you'd say, why? And you'd say, because it's too handy here. Whereas if you got a good hammer in a week or two beforehand, you always found that you might yeah. play better in one of the big games because you know you're a weak. Um, or that like you can be weak, you can be found you weak. I think that might stand the City in the long run. It was a free game as well. If they played 10 times, I think City probably win eight times. And I'm not being rude to Spurs, it's just a fact, you know, it might change in the next couple of years, but that's the way it is at the moment, you know? What yeah, so, Mark,
3: What's his name? Uh, I think said after the match that, like, it was a wake-up call. I mean, I can't say that they, like, they weren't, like, kind of getting over their heads thinking, like, they have the League 1, but, I mean, just... A result like that can definitely kind of give them a bit of a kick and just said nothing is won yet. You have to kind of keep playing, keep doing what you're doing. And I'd say Guardiola was saying that to them the next morning it, as well.
0: It, it's not, it's not it's like they played fucking well. They played yeah, well. They I just know. got caught by a couple of good passes. That can happen to anyone at any stage. You were going to say something there, Dan?
1: No, just a good point to made there about the league, because I, I did read something um, recently enough there about the the domestic league versus Champions League. We're talking around there, but the Champions League wins. And then, like, the likes of PSG and you they, they walk their leagues Do you know like in regards to competitive, it's one thing kind of saying your best players and hold all your best players but then I think I'd be more along the lines of you know their competitiveness and being ready to go and kind of being ready ready to rock as opposed to and I think that that's something that goes against the likes of PSG and Munich and as well that they, they win their domestic league so so easily and I think it was something in the last 10 years that, that the a good few of the sides that have won it that hadn't won their domestic league, they were kind of you know battling for something. They went yeah. on to win it as well. And also so,
0: important to be battling yeah. at home. Yeah, it is. Well, in Europe, you yeah. know, it's like um, Paris Saint Germain could be walking away with the league, and they're winning. They're playing average, and they're winning games. And when they turn it on, then they can win games as well. Then they go to Anfield. There's the roar of the crowd. The first thing to think is, ah, look, sure we will quieten these down. No problem at all. Then the second thing is, wait now, these lads are as good as us. And to have the crowd. Oh fuck! And in Anfield, you can be down two nil in ten minutes, and you don't know what's after going on. It's like, yeah, that's Aldren on
1: European nights. Yeah,
0: but it, it's yeah. a match
1: sharpness, isn't it? Though it's the thing they talk about the whole time about being match fit versus match sharpness. And if you're there saying, well, the rest, I oh, would say Chelsea there if they were going, as you were mentioned there, if they go and the rest a lot of the other, their key players leave them out for a couple of weeks. You know, you can't turn it on and off like a tap either. Like you know, yeah, it's hard. It's, it's a hard, hard judgment game. call to
0: yeah. make. Yeah. Right? Um, we won't talk about Ever- Wolves, we talked about them already, but running Everton Frank Lampard, he's after losing a couple of games there now.
2: Yeah, the, 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 you know, the initial manager bounce doesn't seem to have uh, doesn't seem to have uh, come into fruition there at uh, Goodison Park yet. Uh, I know they beat Leeds, but I think that's their only win since uh, Frank took over. They're still hovering over a relegation. Are they only four points off it, I think? Uh, they have a game in hand, all right, you know, but um, you know, if I was an Everton fan, uh, you know uh, it, it's still fairly sticky times at the moment, and uh, Frank doesn't hasn't got a tune out of them just yet, and uh, will need to do so fairly rapidly, or else they're going to be right in the mix. But if you look at the table now, they are right in the mix, I suppose. And every, you know, Everton have have this have this record of being one of the longest uh, staying clubs in division in English football. Is that to be threatened this year?
0: The, the, you know, they've never been. I suppose Everton and Arsenal, I think, are the only two clubs that's yes, ever been. Yes, a, I
2: think that's right yeah. Mark. Yeah. So, um, you know, that could that, that that that's well threatened now at the moment, isn't it? Did you see all the fixtures? To... Yeah, no, they...
3: yeah. You're just looking at the table now as well. I mean, from 14 down from
2: Brentford and 14. 20th I mean yeah. Brentford wow. down and Brentford are in freefall. Lads, I mentioned yeah. it here a few weeks ago that they could be dragged into it. Leeds are the same. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, so. You know, you look at that game yesterday, Leeds Man United. Like these defenses, absolutely shocking. But then again, yeah. they have, uh, I suppose, they have Phillips and Bamford to come back, so they'll be hoping them to bring in a bit of impetus to when they do return. But from as you said, Deck, from fourteen down, I think anyone oh, they're all in the mix because look, the Burnley and offer picking up wins at the weekend, so that's gonna Burnley trail.
0: Uh, my God, yes. I can't believe it. Look, like, I yeah, would exactly. Be, I, I I think they're going to go down. I said it. I hope they don't go down. I, like, I don't want Newcastle to go down because I want them to spend loads of money and make the Premier League even more of a competition again next season. But I, I definitely don't want Burnley to go down. I have an affinity with Burnley and Sean Dyche and all them. But three 0 I could never yeah. have even manage yeah. that. Well done to them lads. Like, if he, he saying, keeps them up,
2: yeah, like but he was saying there after the Liverpool game. Now I, I looked at the Liverpool game and they did have a few chances. Now, yeah, they uh, did. In fairness, You know, they definitely had a few chances, and he was saying they were creating the chances, not taking the chances and. Some games soon they're going to hit someone for two or three. So that obviously arrives at the weekend. So, yeah, it's, it, those two results for Watford and Bernie really has uh, 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 li- livened up the, the chase. The There's so game. many games as well yeah, before really one the so. next time we yeah.
0: come on for the podcast and talk. There's so many games between this and between that that anything would happen altogether. There's games like, you know, this week, then we'd have the weekend and. You know, like everything could get two wins if they've two games. You know, no one knows what's going to happen. Like, you know, but um,
2: I could be on here next week saying everything yeah. are out of, out of relegation. you just, know.
1: Just on Everton, no mark. Yeah. The, the city at home <laughs> spurs away Wolves at home, Newcastle, for next four games. So and then the hammers after that. We're looking at there at the moment. If you ask how yeah. many points they get, everything they'll get in the next four, mm-hmm. I'd say possibly three. They're lucky, genuinely. Yeah,
0: yeah, if we were to win the first one of those games, the, oh, the first game against Dan? City, City,
1: <laughs> I'm sure, City City be... haven't
0: won a game in about two or three weeks.
1: Come on, Everton,
0: <laughs> <laughs> leaking to, three goals at home there at the weekend. C- C- City,
2: <laughs> City, 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 and City, on a bounce overpass. back, City and a bounce back after losing at home at the Etihad. I, I fear for Everton.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. There's the worst. It's time hard to know, this, isn't
1: it? It's so tight, isn't it? Though you just, it's impossible yeah. to know, really.
0: Yeah. Look, we're going to we have a. Uh, we have Dan's question here now. It's, uh, Dan, you can tell us what it is. And, and I know for a fact, I, I left this to the end because we're going to di- disagree on it, I know. And everyone else is going to disagree as well. Um, don't forget, lads, look, leave your comments on everything we're talking about. Look, if Don't be rude or say anything stupid because I'll just delete the comment anyways. But, you know, there, there, there's comments to be left. Don't be too cool for school and not leave a comment, or too cool for school and not leave a like. The last podcast is t- over two hundred and seventy likes, seven thousand views. There's loads of people watching it. Um, I think it's seventy three percent, seventy four percent of people watching that live in Ireland. So look, have a look, get involved with the podcast. Um, share it with your mates and all that crack. But uh, now I, I just say that because all hell could blow loose here. Right, Dan, hit us with it, go on.
1: No, I just, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting one. I came across a tweet, I'm going to read it out to you, okay, um, that I came across and it just triggered a thought that I, and, and conversations that I had uh, with, with uh, Man United fans actually, uh, friends of mine, they're Man United so I'll just read out the tweet first, okay, so it's from an Everton fan, okay, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not ashamed to say it, um, if City lose tonight, if City lose and the Chite win on Wednesday, so the shite being Liverpool, I, I, want, <laughs> I want City to beat us on Saturday. We won't go down by losing to City. However, I can't bear for them to, Liverpool to win another title. That was a tweet from an Everton fan. and it, just, it was an interesting one. I threw it into the WhatsApp because I remember when Liverpool were going for, for the league title, um, there were, Man United were playing City. I can't remember if it was home or away, but I remember in a WhatsApp group with a couple of the United, friends of the United fans that they, they were praying that Man United got bet uh, I'm sorry that, uh, yeah, the Man United got bet by City uh, to stop Liverpool from winning the league. So I just thought it was an interest to one how people stood on a uh, kind of the rivalry or like, can you be in a position where you actually want your club to lose? So I know there's examples there. Would you give up, Um, like, would you give would United have given up fourth place to have stopped Liverpool from winning the league? I know some Man United fans that would have um a, a couple of years ago. So I'm not going to name their names, I could, but I won't. But uh there are Man United fans. And I just want just thought it was an interesting question to bring here and for to get, as you said, Mark there, to get people maybe to, to come in on it to see you know what does it when it comes from me personally, I just can't see where any anytime Liverpool are playing that I'm sitting there openly and they lose. That's just me. I, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't think of a scenario where I would like I really want that. I would saying like, that like I don't particularly, you know, I wouldn't have much time for Man United or Everton really, but at the same time. United are playing City in two weeks. So I want United to win, obviously, because they're a bit of for the league. But I wouldn't be sitting there like, like really now, like I mean, no, properly, a hundred percent, no messing around. Want to be there going? I really hope Liverpool going get stuff today because it means that such and such will will win so, Now that's just anyway. That that's my opinion on it. But well, it, I, interesting. I,
0: <clears throat> I had to think about it when you sent it, and my first reaction was the same as yours. By the way, I said yeah. no. I'd want United to win every game, regardless. I don't care. Um, you know.
1: There's such hypocrisy around
0: it I you? don't want United to lose So as Like I don't want for instance <coughs> Man City to beat Manchester United So as They'll get three points And they'll win the league Over Liverpool I couldn't give a fitter fuck Who wins the league If it was not us it's either, it's, As far as I, I'm concerned As a Manchester United fan it's Manchester United Against everyone else Now there's people that we dislike More than others But I want United to win Every single game I don't care who they're playing What the situation is Or by us beating another team How that affects somebody else That's not how you win or lose a league or a cup or anything at all. You do it by yourself playing every game during the season and the table doesn't lie and that's where you finish. Now, I say that to say this. Then I try to think of any situation where I think if United lost there, I'd be happier than if they won. I thought for a long, long time and I came up with one. But it doesn't involve any other teams. But so... If United go into free fall, which there's a chance of them finishing fourth, there's a chance of them getting close to Chelsea, or, or there's a chance of them going into fifth or sixth. That's the way the season's going for so far. If in the last game of the season, if I was given the option, I said, right, Mark, listen, if Man United win this game, they're going to finish sixth and go into the Europa League conference. Or if they lose the game, they're going to finish seventh. That's just the way it is. I'd say, well, look, let's, we lose it and we finish seventh then we won't have the Europa League conference or whatever it fucking is called. And we don't have to be fluting around every Thursday night playing anything we don't want to play in. And we can concentrate on the league 100% and have everyone fresh and perhaps try to go and win it or but definitely get into the top four the following season because it's not that you have 30, 40, 50 games or 40, 50, 60 games. That's the only reason that I could possibly think that anyone who is a fan would say, look, I'll accept them to lose it. You know, because... And then you might think like, oh, well, you're not a real fan if you say that. So I had this argument with myself, but then I thought you can look at any individual game, but I would be looking at the future of the club. So it's much better for United to have no Europa League conference and try to get fourth or third or second the following year than to have Europa League conference. and be playing every Thursday and flying lads in and out and lads getting injured and so that that's probably for me, and I can't wait to hear what the boys are going to say. But that's for me is the only one where I'd say, well, look, if we lost uh, it, I wouldn't be too dissatisfied. That's the only. Is that reason.
1: conference now, or what about Europa League? Or we talking? Yeah, conference? I was going to ask that's that. that, that,
0: that, that no, to
1: uh, you, the, well, what about Europa League? Yeah.
0: Uh no, I well again no, I'd sooner not be in the Europa League. I don't <laughs> rate the Europa leagues at all I, whatsoever. Sorry. I think they're a waste uh, of time. Uh, um, yeah, but
2: sure you can. That then that sounds like an
0: entitlement. of mean, should be in the Champions
2: League. Well, what I think is that I'd
0: sooner us... Obviously, I want them to be in the Champions League every year. Of course I do. But like... divine right though. If we're not going to be in the Champions League, it's... United have played in the Europa League a couple of times the last couple of seasons. And it's very hard to play in the Europa League and finish in the top four because you're Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday. I've I've seen seen other teams doing it as well, by the way, but particularly United because they're my team. I watch every single game. And I've noticed a difference that when you're playing uh Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, it's very, very hard to get any kind of rhythm going Fuck, Fucking the team is never the same. You never play the same team twice. Your, your,
2: your, yeah, your Sunday result is normally either a draw or and after a loss, 70 minutes together, or under fucking yeah. leggy, no
0: matter who yeah, you I see yeah, it all the yeah. time. I've yeah. seen yeah. it particularly I know since we in shape. And I just know, so. yeah. if I had a, cha- a a choice, like I pick not being in those and to give you the chance to go and put all your attention on the league and then get into the Champions League for the following season. Now, having said that, if I supported Aston Villa, if you asked a filler person, would, okay. would you like to be in the Europa League conference or would you like to finish seventh? Maybe they would say, no, we just finished seventh. They'd say, oh, but you're in Europe. No, we're not. We haven't got the squad to play on a Sunday and on a Thursday in a shit competition that nobody gives a fiddler's about. Nobody. I don't think too many people would argue with that. No, probably not. Nick. <laughs> yeah, just just on the Europa League, I think
3: they lost a lot of its kind of credit when they changed it from the UEFA Cup. I think they should have left. One hundred Yeah, I don't know why they changed the name. For I so don't.
2: Digging out the poor old Hammers here And the first time ever In the fucking Europa League No, no I'm just <laughs> I'm off topic But I don't know
3: Why do you wave I know I know what you're saying yeah. Europa League For some reason It doesn't sound as good But that's a completely Different argument For another day
2: well, When Mark um, Noble Is holding up in the air In fucking May I'd be, I'd be delighted
3: it's, it's a weird argument um, I am of the opinion That like You never want your team To lose regardless If you're a fan Of your team You want your team to win You don't want them to lose Um I can see other fans where they're coming from i don't agree with it but i can see where they're coming from um but no i'm definitely of the opinion look your team is as good as the league table shows and it's it's regardless forget rivalries if you're a fan you're a fan of your team it doesn't mean that you like or dislike any other team anymore any less your club your fan you're a team of that club and leave it at that just on that note, uh, and it kind of struck, struck something with me as well. Um, a, f- a friend of mine, and I won't name that person or what club they're a fan of, but Dan they once. And
0: Liverpool, go on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Although we bought them, Dan and I bought them this person. Um, they put a bet on their team, an accumulator, three or four team accumulator. I don't know how it works, I don't bet. But anyways, they put uh, in their accumulator for their team to lose. And that just really kind of struck a chord to me. I couldn't get my head around it, how you could put your team in an accumulator to lose. Obviously, their team were playing a really strong team or something, and they they thought they'd lose. They thought it was a good bet. But again, I couldn't get my head around it, like how you can, if you're a fan of that club, how you can put that team into a bet to lose and be okay with that and kind of, Turn up next weekend and start following them again as normal. Like so, yeah, I'm of the opinion if you're a fan of your team, you always want them to win regardless.
0: I do a little bet the other time, and I would um I'd understand why they do that because they've watched their own team every week and they know when they're lackluster, when they're tired, when they're weak. They'll cheer them on to win the game and not get the bet up. But they're only going by if like this is a, a it's not like my my football, it's how can I win some money on on a bet. Mm-hmm. So to do the bet, the docker goes in the pocket. To watch the game, they hope their team wins. If their team wins, yes. If their team gets beaten, which they expect them to get beaten because they've seen them play every game, to take out the dock and go, who else did they win as well? i up oh, three hundred quid. So and I can't get my head around that. Yeah, and incidentally, if 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 uh, it's very hard to talk about City because it's very unlikely to happen. But if everything went tits up next season and Man City were playing the last game of the season, they were away um, at Goodison Park. And if they, if they won, they finished sixth and they're went into the Europa Conference League. Or if they lost, they, they finished in seventh. And all next season, to bring in a few players, we're going to get Arteta our, our back. And we're after getting 40 million, 50 million to spend and give them time to work with the players in the Premier League. And it was completely up to you. You'd have a little think about it.
3: Nah, go for it. Go into, go into Europe. Absolutely. 100%.
0: But then you'd, have a, you'd find it very hard the following year to get into the Champions League because you be playing Thursday and Wednesday your, player, your players retired left, right and centre. OK, go up, you go. For, yeah,
2: but uh, City, City you have a squad uh, to cope with that, you know.
0: That's... Oh, but I'm just high, like I know, I'm saying I know, if, I if know everything saying went, that, yeah. hits up and, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's, like, it's, it's no, impossible to say it about City there because like I know, City yeah, yeah. Fucking, I, I, yeah. Just, just two City could win like, the Europa League and the Champions League with two different teams in the same season I'm, really, you know. Yeah,
2: like on that point there, Mark I, don't, um, I look at West Ham like, they're one of the loves of my life. And that is, that is, that is how much I, I, I care about West Ham. My family, I must have. They're the loves of my life. I would never... You want to sit beside me watching a match or be beside me at a match. Like, the passion... You know, you show, when, you show when they score. Like, watching the game on Saturday here in the house. Like, when Dawson scored, I was up jumping around the place. When Willock equalised, like, the, you know, the exped- expeditives coming out out of me and my wife would, can't understand it like just can't understand it. And I said to you, Caroline, I know and I love West Sam Langer than I love you. And that's the that <laughs> that's that 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 is And long
0: after I love you as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, so like she can't understand that she'd look at me and I'd be red in the face like with tension. You know what I mean? So I could never ever 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 I would take the Farmers League in Europe any day of the week. I yeah. would take, you know, just for any chance of lifting silverware you know because that's how much West Ham means to me as a football club you know and people I don't know whether it's because it's like I've all my family sport Liverpool like and I don't know it's because because West Ham are kind of off the beaten track you know that there's not many around the sport West Ham that you have a little bit more affinity with a team that you know it has 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 been kind of fighting relegation year in year out ever since I started supporting them it's relegation or championship Like, it's only, like, I look back 2012, 10 years ago, we only came up from the championship, you know, and we've made vast strides. And the last two years, like, have been kind of blowing my mind as to where we are. And, like, to see the opportunity of getting fourth now slipping away. Like, we had the opportunity last year getting fourth, and that slipped away. This year, it's slipping away. And that's just kind of going on in my head outside of family. One of the reasons it's
0: slipping away, Warren, is because you have too many fucking games. You're in the Europa League. If you weren't in the Europa League... Uh, no, but know,
2: we, have, we haven't played Europa League since November. You know, so, like, for us to get into the Europa is
0: League... isn't it? The, yeah, for us
2: to get into the so Europa League... So how are your
0: League, players tired, then? For fuck's sake, they should be... Oh, sorry, Sweden's?
2: sorry, mid-December, sorry, mid-December. Like, because they're, they're tired because he's playing the same 12 or 13 lads for oh, the 90 phew. minutes. They never makes substitution. But, like, like, to look back at... Like, like if I there's, an, I I thought we would have had an outside chance of that Europa Cup, but just the way the form is, it's drifting away now. Like you imagine like Mark Noble in his last ever appearance for West Ham, listen that that would mean so much to me as a football supporter, looking on at that Robert, like, you know, so yeah.
3: Did you ever read a book called Fever Bitch?
2: Yes. Yeah, so did I, I
3: think
0: uh,
2: you know. yeah. Nick uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. And I know I'm going on a bit of a rant here, but like Jesus, wouldn't I, be I, like it ah uh, well <laughs> like like that's it family and west ham and yeah like well, get, like yeah, so. like you're, you're probably the same guys but like I, and the podcast the game, obviously yeah and the podcast podcast family and the host West yeah, yeah. Ham. <laughs> but like yeah. after the game there on the host Saturday, when we dropped the points like yeah. like I, I you couldn't speak to me for three hours yeah I, and i'm for i'm a 46 year old grown grown man and father and like you know, it, well, I get it you just there corner. when he got India, the two quick goals I
0: mean, against yeah. United in twenty-four yeah, yeah. seconds. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I nearly bit through the corner of the ball, you know. If I had a hammer and a stake, would have put it into my own temple. That's how vexed <laughs> I was, you know. Can I, can yeah, I just go. say go on. Go
1: on, Can I just come back in on the I, I, I do feel the, the Europa League. take think the conference. I think the conference is seventh, isn't it? It's seventh for the conference. No, I, I, can't it, I think
2: it depends on who. I was just actually yeah. reading about it. it depends on who wins the cups. Oh yeah, like the cups. Yeah. If, on, if, yeah, yeah. If, if if a team that qualifies for the Champions League wins the FA Cup, then seventh goes to the Conference League.
1: I just think that it's it's it, to say you wouldn't like to be in the Europa. The question I asked there when we were chatting. Like, it, it's an avenue into fourth, and for me, taking West Ham out of the equation, because West Ham have a small squad, and, and, you know, being around that part of the table, but like when I look at Arsenal, Spurs, United, the teams that realistically are always around that kind of, uh, kind of place in the table, they have squads to compete Thursday and Sunday, mm. and definitely Man United do anyway, and like... Say, like, breaking the, the, the comment there was last season, or well, no, this season, sorry, when Ronaldo signed the United, a cup team. Last season, when United got to the Europa League final against Villarreal, it was all, this is going to be Ollie. he needs to get this, you know, the trophy under his belt. there's There's been clubs as well that have, have been out of the race for fourth and the Europa League was their best way into the Champions League. So I, I just think it's a small bit to kind of say I'd rather not be in it for, for the clubs. And it is revenue for the clubs as well. I know it's the Europa League, but it's still you know it's still revenue as well for the clubs. And maybe again the clubs it doesn't matter as much. It might matter more to, to West Ham. But like that, like that running, like West Ham could go now and you know capitulate maybe and not get fourth but when yeah. you're league, which would be your first trophy, you know you're mad for trophy and fourth. But to say uh, I know, you know I'll give me the FA Cup or even over four. But but, see, but I just
2: think it's, no. it's, Dan, it's,
0: just, it's yeah. um it's like like there's no you know Nice way to say this, right? But I'm just gonna say it, like, right? <laughs> like, I agree with Ronan, and if I supported West Ham, I'd be saying everything that he's saying. But I don't. I support yeah. Manchester United. We're multiple Premier League title winners. We've won the Champions League twice. On oh, different
2: we... levels, different levels. Yeah, completely. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's I'm not Ham my into the So though, if like... it was seven years'
0: yeah. time, if if West Ham do get fourth this year, let's say they do and to go in and let's say to go, go to the quarterfinals of the Champions League, fucking fantastic. To get in loads of money. Into the Champions League next season to get eight. Yeah. Following season to don't do too well. Next season to get to the semi-finals. Have the same conversation, Ron, to be saying, "Oh no, fuck that Europa League." Because I'll tell you why. Because we need to get enough points into the Champions League. So it, it, it depends on what way you're coming from, but it it makes me sound like a cunt to say that because like Ron. Oh right. no, 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 Every that's, team that's, wants that's team great. To get into that's... the final or to get to play even like yeah. any club yeah. to. As Ronan said, a couple of years ago in the championship, now battling for fourth in the Europa League. And they have a small chance of winning it, but they haven't got no chance. They have a fucking small chance of winning the squad yeah. and everything. So I get that 100%. I agree with you. but That's why that's why it's great to have
2: four lads like, who support four different teams, you know, on this as well, because we all have a different like perspective. Like I hate the
0: Europa League, but of course, going back to Dan's point, of course I wanted United to win it that we're in it. Jesus Christ, of course I did. Because yeah. now we're, it's a chance of winning the trophy. It was he never won a trophy with United so it, yeah. it was a, there was a whole thing about it but at the start of the season I would have said no, I, I don't I want to be in it You know, I genuinely don't want to be in it I think yeah. uh,
1: the,
0: the, the Thursday and Sunday thing like I, I follow United all the time and I see them with the Wednesday and the Sunday you know, whatever but the Thursday and the Sunday when we're in the Europa League is fucking very hard for the best of squads so how the likes of the squads that are going to be in the Europa League are um, how they can like how West Ham was supposed to finish fourth. And go on a stretch in the Europa League mm. and not be given money to, more money to spend at, at the start of the season. But I understand why not. But in the January transfer, they're, 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 they might get four if they're doing well. There should be money pushed at them to yeah. add players to it. Say to David Moyes, here's 30 million, bring in five more Craig Dawson's to, to bulk up your squad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, like, he, he was like how he to could- do that. The
2: reality was there was money available to him. He was told there was money available to him, but he's like he only wants the right side of player that will come in and just mold into the squad, not affect the team spirit, which he has cultured there, which is supposed to be phenomenal. And he didn't want to buy anyone willy-nilly. And that's why we didn't buy anyone. And it's still like I I'm on about three or four different West Ham WhatsApp groups, and it's still a bone of contention with everyone there. You know, now that mm-hmm. our performances are dipping and that we don't have anyone. I can nearly tell you now on the starting team on Sunday and I can tell you who's going to come on or what minute they're going to come on in. You know, I can tell you that before I even go to the match. So, yeah. anyway.
0: But that's I right for West Ham because if, if, if you know it, obviously the opposing team knows it as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. But a uh, inter- very yeah. good question, inter- Dan. Inter- Dan. Inter- Lads, if we yeah. can ever think of a question for the podcast, we've got to yeah. ask again to have a bit of debate. That, that's great. The last question for Dick. Dick. Uh, or how will Dick, Huh? No, it's a, but it's something that I don't know the answer to that. It'd be very, very interesting to hear what, what Dex says. So if Pep Guardiola might win the league this year, he's already won loads of leagues. And if he stayed for 10 more years, he'd probably win loads more. Um, yeah. it's, it's always been the Champions League thing. If Man City do win the Champions League, this, let's just say they go on to play their stuff like they can play, like they've been playing for the last couple of years. If they do that, I think they have a great chance of winning it. If they win the cha- Champions League, will Pep stay around? Or is that him done? Um, is that stupid fucking
3: question? No, not at all. His contract brings him to the end of next season. Yeah. So if he was to win the Champions League this season, I I think he's going to see out this contract definitely. Um, whenever I've heard, kind of like, obviously, City is his longest job at the moment, and anytime he kind of speaks about whether he'll renew or whether he'll kind of keep going or whether he will leave for another team, etc., he just says that like in this job he has everything that he needs. You know the club have given him everything that he needs, and he's and he's been fully honest as well. Look, like he couldn't, he wouldn't have had the success he's had without money back and without money behind him. Like he's, he's very upfront about that, and that's that's true. Um, I don't think if we were to win the Champions League this season, I don't think he would leave. I think he'd see out the contract. If his contract came to was coming to an end towards the end of next season, and they didn't win it. He could leave, yeah. He is going to
0: leave. He's going to leave in a couple of years. If, if, it don't... if he doesn't win it this year and next year you're going to win the Premier League and next year you're in the last 16 of the Champions League final and Pep has six months of the contract, will the club be asking yeah. them to sign on for another year or will they be saying wait they'll till they'll the end of the season, them. Job?
3: They'd be asking him, but I don't think he will. I don't think. I think he will demand that it's kept out of the media until the Champions League is undusted He has this obsession with it. Um, he. But where, fits...
2: but where would he go? Like, he's hardly going to go back to Barcelona now with their oh, money troubles. Off. You
0: know, huh? He'll take a couple of New years, years off, Newcastle.
2: Michael podcast dude. Spanish national.
3: Team Wouldn't brother. have him,
0: boys. Like, there's a certain caliber I want in this podcast. Pep <laughs> just doesn't cut it. You know, New, Newcastle deck. Newcastle, there.
3: No, I mean, what do you do? Like, he's not going to go back to Bayern, and Barca. He's not going to manage anyone else in the Premier League. I'd say he'll probably,
0: like Mark said, he'll probably take a few years' off, then take an international job. Look, lads, we will wrap up there. Thanks for everything. Look, lads, leave comments, all that jazz. Uh, don't be rude. Like, share, subscribe to the fucking channel. That's the important thing. Um, thanks. A lot of people have done that the last couple of weeks. everyone is trying to land planes there. Look, um. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, look, thanks for all the comments, lads. Thanks for everything else. Lads, great guests as normal. Thanks very much. It's much appreciated. If you want us to talk about anything, leave a comment. Um, thanks for the emails as well. The boys, I don't share any emails with anybody because when the podcast started, it was about mental health, and I I, I had a remit that I wouldn't share any email with anybody, and I don't. So I get emails about the podcast all the time. Um, the most emails I've ever got about a topic was dex' idea, uh, the Roman Abramovich are under Chelsea. So that was a top idea. Deck. Well done. Um, I never thought of that. I was just saying to deck one day, sure, there's nothing to talk about this week because there's no football on. He sent me a list, like the book of kettles and stuff. I just, Jesus Christ, I need uh-huh. to get better at this. But anyways, thanks for that. Always send me ideas, lads. And look, if you want us to talk about anything, you know yourself, drop us a line and we'll throw it in if we can. All right, lads, all the best. Thanks very much. Cheers, Hello.
2: Mark. Cheers, Mark. Oh, yep.